This is episode 112 of Bella in Your Business. The next series of episodes are from a previously recorded live event training series that Erica Goodwin and I did together. The following is a past recording, but the information is just as juicy. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to Bella in Your Business, where Bella will discuss anything and everything about your pet sitting business to help you land on target. So get ready. Bella's got your shoot. Let's jump. I was wondering, have you guys ever heard of all these Facebook competitions and just wondered if it's actually right for you? Have you seen other people be really good at these Facebook competitions and think... That is so not for me. Well, today we're going to break down this problem exactly for you and show you exactly how you can do it with tried and tested proven results. I'm so excited to bring on my co-host today. You might notice that she looks a little different and she has a different accent because my normal co-host, Erica, up in Canada, is now spending time laying on the beach in Jamaica the poor girl. (laughs) But we have Kate McQuillan, who's one of my really great friends from Ireland here joining us. Kate, how are you today? Thanks for joining. I am fantastic. Uh, It's not quite as warm here as it is there with you. Uh, A bit of rain today, so but good. Yeah, really good. Super. I'm so excited for you to help us on the show today and really just explode your zone of genius. I've watched you grow from like a couple thousand followers on your Facebook page to more engagement than Walmart, rocking it on the website with getting people from Facebook over there and all of this news and media publicity because of the competitions that you do. And then not only that, because at first I was the naysayer. I was like, Kate, you're just special. It's Ireland. And then I've seen you do it with so many pet sitters here in the state. So I cannot wait to share that with everyone. So Kate, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are, where you're located and what you do? Well, as Bella said, I'm here in Ireland. I live in the southeast of Ireland. So just about an hour south of Dublin, which is probably a place that most people would know. I have a pet sitting and dog walking business that I operate nationwide here in Ireland and uh, two years ago, I started franchising it. Hi, Maureen. So it is, it's a big business. It's, it's doing very well. And it's something that actually a lot of the publicity that we have got has come from the marketing, the blogging, the Facebook, everything that we've done. I also, on the other side of that, help other small pet sitting businesses, mainly in the US and UK, with their marketing. So helping them kind of do the similar things that I've done with my business. I absolutely love it. And you and I have known each other for years. We've gotten to actually meet two years in a row in the social media marketing world. It's just so nice to be able to hug people that like you love online. Even have a couple of drinks and I, I learned a couple of new phrases like quit yeah. and I forget the other ones. Wanda. Go for a wanda. A wanda. Take a wanda. And uh, it's it's three quid and all kinds of fun stuff. We I don't think I've laughed so much than with you. I just I just really enjoy your company. And I'm so glad to have you here today. For those of you joining maybe from Kate that don't know me, my name is Bella Vasta from Jump Consulting. I'm a pet business consultant, speaker and author. And uh, I also have a mastermind, which you guys might not know, but each one of these shows takes at least two hundred dollars to produce between post-production and pre-production. And we're just really fortunate to be able to bring these trainings to you for free for 12 whole weeks. And so today's show has been sponsored by the Jump Mastermind and also Kate's awesome, awesome pet business owners place. So Kate, can you tell us about that group that you've got? Yeah. So basically, as I said, I help other pet business owners with their marketing, with their blogging, 
whatever it is really to help them get more customers in their business. So I run quite a few blogging boot camps. I do a Facebook boot camp and more recently just starting an Instagram one and also a membership site where people can kind of get more one-to-one help on a kind of fortnightly basis. Yeah, I love it. And I am a firm believer in everything Kate does. So I want you guys to go check it out. Go to petbusinessowners.com. I want to say a special shout out and hello to Roberta, who's joining us for the first time. This show is also sponsored by the Jump Mastermind. We have actually a lot of Jump Masterminds watching us right now. It's a real safe place to grow your business, be challenged, have experts come in and talk directly to you. Tomorrow, we're having the great Joey Coleman come in and just personally answer people's questions. Yeah, I'm ridiculously excited about that. So it's pretty cool. But without further ado, let's get back to this big problem we're solving today, Kate, these Facebook competitions. So tell me what's really important for us to realize. So like put us in the the right frame of mind for these competitions so that we can be set up for success the next half hour here. Yeah, I think the biggest thing before we kind of dive into all the details to remember is that running a competition doesn't mean you're going to get hundreds of new customers. It really doesn't. The initial stages of building competitions is really to get awareness for your business. So it's very much a brand building exercise. So particularly if you're very new to the area or you're looking to grow your business, it's a great cheap way or relatively cheap way of getting in front of new potential customers. But it doesn't automatically mean that if you run a competition, you're going to get 50 new customers in a month. It just doesn't work like that. But it's a great way for getting your name out there. And certainly as you run bigger competitions, which we'll talk about later on, you can actually start remarketing to some of those people. So that's, I suppose, the most important thing to remember. I don't want people to think they're going to go off and do a competition and they're going to get, you know, 20 new dog walking clients because unfortunately uh, it doesn't really work like that. I love what you said. It's such a good point because I think that's really a universal truth about marketing itself. You said the word building, Kate, and that is like, you know, we don't set out to build a house and like bring a hammer and a nail and a brick and think that the house is built, right? (laughs) It takes a lot of bricks together to make that house. And um, I just love that. So I think that's definitely a huge thing. Hello, Katie Westerfield. Hello, Carol. Thank you for joining us. Kate, so why should we run competitions on Facebook? Like, I mean, if I'm not, why why should I even listen to the rest of this right now? Like, what's the big deal? It's harder and harder to get engagement on Facebook. That's a fact. So long gone are the days where you can just churn out links to your blog posts. You can throw up a few inspirational quotes. Those kind of things worked brilliantly. Now it takes a lot more effort to get that kind of stuff seen by your followers And unless you want to invest a lot of money in buying followers, which I wouldn't recommend, then you need to get more visibility on your page. And one of the things that people love is competitions. So if you can create competitions that are very targeted, and that's an important point, that they're targeted towards your ideal customers, it's a great way of getting people to share them on your behalf. Because generally speaking, people are more likely to share a competition or tag a friend in it than they are a blog post, unless it's some specific problem that your blog post is solving. But generally speaking, people will share competitions a lot more. And what that means is then you have a greater ability to grow your following for free. So everybody that likes your competition, you can then invite them to follow your page. You can't really ask people to share the competition, but you can put it in a way, you know, maybe mention to a friend that you think would love this too. And people will start naturally to tag 
and share your competition. I think because people are used to kind of the whole tag and share thing, which you're not really meant to do on Facebook, but people do, they just automatically do it without you even asking. So that's another great way. And the other thing is, it's actually really cheap, relatively cheap. When you think about the effort that goes into running a competition, a small competition, we'll talk a little bit about whether you should give prizes away in a second, but a small competition really could just be something as simple as an image and you're asking people to comment on or you're asking someone to share pictures of their pets, something like that. So it is quite cheap. It's a lot cheaper than paid Facebook advertising and it does tend to get a lot more engagement for less money. I love that. You can create a loyal following and it's a cheap way to grow your audience. I mean, who doesn't want to do that? I think the key to remember is though, to build your audience, you need to make the competition very relevant to them. There's no point running a competition where you're saying, oh, here's a free iPad. Like thousands of people will enter that. Gosh, I would. Everybody will. But they're not necessarily, number one, going to have pets. Number two, anybody who's even interested in dog walking or pet sitting or whatever pet business you have. So you need to be very careful that you don't just try to give away stuff to get people to enter. It's better to have fewer people entering that are more targeted than to have like thousands that are never going to use you that just want the free prize. That's super. And you see a lot of people doing that and it's not really a desirable prize that they're winning or it's a highly desirable prize, but it doesn't really qualify the people that are in a competition, which it's kind of like a waste. Right. Yeah, I think this is definitely a case where you're not looking at massive numbers. You could have a competition where only 10 people enter, but if they're really targeted and you can remarket them afterwards, you know, you could potentially end up with a handful of new customers, you know, if it's really targeted, as opposed to attracting all those people that just enter competitions. Like America have whole forums based on this where they're just people who enter competitions. It's crazy. So you don't want to attract those people. Definitely not. Uh Uh-huh. So what I'm hearing is it's quality over quantity, even though I led into this saying, like, look at the social proof that Kate has. We're not aiming for that. We're aiming to start and nurture those relationships online. It sounds like definitely in the beginning. And then as you grow this whole process, then if you start to look at annual competitions and talk about those, you can start to look at numbers then. But in the beginning, try to just make it very niche for your area and you know, you want people in your local area. You don't want people all over the States unless you're servicing that area. Right. I love that. Love it. So give us some ideas, Kate. Like what are some of the best competitions, best types that we can have on Facebook? Okay. So firstly, most of the competitions that I run, I don't give a prize away. So that probably surprises people because yeah. I think of competition and you think of prize. But in, in the sense of Facebook, competitions can be just something where you're inviting people to get involved in doing something. So something like a caption this. And I have a blog post with some images and examples of this that you can link up to later so people can actually look at them. But something like a caption this can be really, really fun for people to get involved in. And we're so blessed that we're in the pet industry where we get all these cute, funny yeah, pictures yeah. of pets. So it's a great one that you can just put up and the cat or a dog or any animal doing something really funny and ask people to caption it. So to give it a funny caption, basically. The Dublin Zoo over here do a really, really good job of this. And they do it with all the funny pictures that the visitors to the zoo have taken. So if you actually had a physical location, maybe a daycare or something like that, 
this would be a great one to do. And you don't need to give a prize away from that. All you can do at the end is just turn the image into kind of a meme with the caption on it and just kind of congratulate the winner. You know, a lot of people don't need prizes. They just want to get involved in something like that. Um, they so want the notoriety or like the bragging rights <laughs> or... And I like what you just said about the zoo, because that's like, I know there's so many mompreneurs out there. Randa Clark is amazing at this from Pet Heroes. She's always like at Legoland working or out with the kids. And so it's just a really cool idea that you just said that would appeal to a lot of the moms listening right now, that there's inspiration all around you. Well, you could even include your kids in it. It doesn't have to be pets all of the time. That's Mm -hmm. the cool thing. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so the capture this. What other ideas do you have? So the next one you could do, and I've done quite a few of these, is spot the difference. Like I I used to love these as a kid. In fact, even now if I see them in a magazine or paper or something, I still do them, even though it's kind of a childish game. But (laughs) I think they're great fun. Um, I had a few of these made actually on Fiverr. So if you want to get some done, just find somebody on there. And I posted them over a week. So I think I had five done and did them over a week. I think it was walk your dog week. So I kind of themed it to one of the pet weeks and people got really, really into it. It got quite competitive. People tagging their friends in saying, can you find them all? One thing I'd say with this is the guy that did with them on Fiverr for me made them quite hard because even when he sent them to me, I was like, are you sure there's five in each of these? Because I I can't find them. (laughs) One of the things is he won't tell you where they are. And that's one of the things, even though you're buying them off him, he makes you find them yourself. In hindsight, I probably would have got them made a little bit easier. I think more people would have entered and took part if they could have found them a bit easier. So that's something to bear in mind. But it was a really fun thing to do. Let me ask you this, Kate. Would it have been cheesy for you to either set up a messenger bot or a landing page that said, if you can't find all five of them, enter your email here and we'll send you the, you know, the thing. I actually did them the following morning for the previous days. I put up the picture with the circle around where they were and then gave them the next one. So, yeah, I did tell them because people were desperate to know. Um, uh, (laughs) (laughs) I love this idea. It's so cute. And there's so many things that you could do with it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I've done other ones as well where it's been finding something in a picture. So that was another one I did similar response people just like little silly competitions and people were waiting for the next day and they actually got harder as the week went on so they were like oh you know I'm much better than you at this and it was <laughs> it was really funny it was, actually. Oh um, my gosh. the next funny. one then you could do is guess the breed and this is perfect for us a lot of zoos do this guess the animal and yeah. they'll show a little paw or a tail or something like that so for us it's perfect yeah. You could do a whole series of them and just put them up on your page. And people love it. People love to be right. Make them quite hard or, or make them easier and harder as the week goes on. You could also do it with guess the location. We've done this as well before. We had some advertising on bins throughout Dublin. And we took pictures of the bins in certain locations and got people to guess where they were. Yeah. Um, people get really kind of into it. No, no, it's definitely not there. I know where it is. And, you know, wow. So, yeah, like in your local really town fun. or something. That is, 
like, okay, you're blowing my mind right now because as much as I know you and have followed you, I've never really heard of this kind of stuff. And I want to know from our audience right now, is this like really exciting and interesting to you? Because it's interesting to me. Type yes below if it is. Or like say something to us. Let us know that you're here, that we've got a bunch of viewers. Kate, when I thought competition or contests, I really thought that traditional like like and share and you better do this fast. But you're showing us right now a really fun way that's engaging and it is a contest, like almost within yourself. Yeah, you know? I think when people think of competitions, they do think of that. They think of like serious things where you've got to do a hundred things, share it with sixty of your family members, sell your soul, and you know all of this. Whereas a competition is just can be just a fun activity. Occasionally, I, I do give away prizes, like I might give away dog collar or dog lead. But to be honest, it doesn't change the engagement on the competition. I don't find that I get more people yeah. engaging given a prize at all. Because they're doing it to have engagement, to be fun, to like entertain yeah. themselves. I, mean, I think the more you do it and the more people get to know your style, your kind of style of fun, the more they get involved with it. I love when you're trying to get people to know, like, and trust you and connect with you and you're trying to evoke some sort of emotion. It doesn't always have to be, oh, that's a cute puppy. It could just be like, <laughs> you just made me giggle today. Thanks, Kate. Or thanks, Pet exactly. Sitters Ireland or XYZ Pet Sitting Company. All right, so give us more. I know you have more. The big one that I do quite regularly is sharing pictures of your pets. So we have weather that's up and down here, mostly down in the rain. So, you know, if it's raining, I have, you know, share a picture of your dog in the rain. If it's sunny, share, what well, you know, what are they doing? Are they sunbathing in the snow? I used to do a whole thing on a Saturday night, a Saturday night selfie with your pet. I did that for a couple of years, every Saturday yeah. night, and people used to share hundreds and hundreds of pictures. That's one of a big way that I grew my page doing that. People used to share pictures of themselves watching TV on a Saturday night with their pets. Mm-hmm. So anything like that, getting people to share a picture and tell you why they love their pet. People love talking about their pets and sharing pictures. So that's probably one of the easiest things to do. With that, I never give a prize away, really, because you get too many entries, and it's too hard to pick somebody, it really is, because everyone's pets are really cute. It um, is so, yeah, you could do that with any kind of stuff, you know? Share I'm literally writing pets. down an idea that you just gave me that I'm totally doing on the Jump Consulting page. This is why I adore you. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, but any kind of pictures, like the biggest thing people like to do is share pictures of their pets, you know? It's like people and kids. They like to show people pictures of their kids. So it's a great way to get engagement. The key with these competitions is to hang around as soon as you post them and comment back to people. If you comment back to the first half a dozen even people that respond, you get more engagement on the whole competition because I've done it both ways. I've put it up and left it and then I've put it up and hung around and commented. You get those comments going backwards and forwards pretty quickly, you'll get a lot more reach on the post than if you just schedule it or put it up there and and don't really reply so I would definitely do that don't just say oh cute picture nice picture say something very specific about their pet so you know that's a really nice collar they have on love their bow in their hair or something like that something that makes people feel special the next point you have is gonna coincide here I figure a lot of people watching are saying What's your page, Kate? What's your page? But when I searched your Facebook page, I typed in Pet Sitters Ireland, I also found 
Predators Ireland knows of Trillily, which she's about to tell us about. I mean, it's just genius because when people are typing in Predators Ireland, they also see this competition and the same type of branding. I thought I was looking for one thing and I was like, oh, wait, no, there's something else too, which is just genius from a marketing psychology standpoint. But why don't you go ahead and tell us about how we can really rock those annual competitions? Okay, so I, I think we have a podcast on this, so that you might want to share this with people as That's well. That's a good idea. That's a, yeah, I'll, there's I'll a lot more detail we went into on there, but basically, in Ireland, there's a competition every year called, and it's a famous competition for years, and it's kind of like a beauty contest, but it's about inner and outer beauty, and it's called the Rose of Tralee, and people from this 32 counties in Ireland, women from the 32 counties can enter all gets kind of whittled down through different stages of the competition until you get an overall winner for each of the counties, so each of the 32 counties. Then they have another competition, and it gets down to the person who wins. So we have basically replicated that competition and run it as the nose of Tralee. So it's basically a pet competition. So dogs, cats, we've had horses, pigs, rabbits, all sorts of animals enter. We had a bird enter one year. So anybody can enter. The only stipulation is that you have to be in Ireland. Um, you enter initially for your county, so one of the 32 counties. It's a competition then kind of based on uh, voting. Then it whittles down to the 32 finalists. Then we have a judging process, and then it gets down to the winner. And we have a winner and a runner-up. That has been the biggest thing for growing our Facebook page and our brand, really, we get huge amounts of press. Last year, we had 26 features and papers. And some of the, it was this 32 counties in Ireland, and we featured in 26 counties in the papers. Now, some counties put us in two or three newspapers. Some, it was just one. So, and the beauty about this is I don't do any of the press for this. I send out a press release at the beginning to let people know, the papers know that we're winning the competition. But the entrants so desperately want to win I give them a whole guide on how to get more votes for their pets, which includes contacting the radio stations, contacting the papers. You teach People them have, how to be little marketeers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's People insane. have posters yeah. made, t-shirts made. It's insane. And we get so much press out of it. This is our fifth year, coming up to our fifth year. So looking to do something a little bit special this year. But it has been huge in terms of traffic to the site. When we started this, we had about 6,000 fans on our Facebook page, and we have 37,000 now. So a lot of that yeah. is as a result of the competitions that we've run, because obviously that brings in more traffic to the page, and obviously people voting and their friends and their family. So yeah, it's been huge. And it doesn't just work in Ireland, because there's a girl in my group, my membership group, and she ran a very similar competition in Toronto, and got on the TV, had a red carpet event. It was absolutely fantastic. Just followed was the it, same. Was it Pam? Yes. She's amazing. Pam, if you're yeah, watching this, what's up, girl? She is a rock star. And um, yeah. it's because she implements. She learns about this stuff, and then she just tries it. And it's not always right. And she, she's, she's amazing. I brag on her all the time. I love that you brought an example of somewhere else. She's in the big city, Toronto. Exactly. And she just followed exactly the same because there is a blueprint to doing it. You yeah. know, there's certain things that you need to consider, the pages, the site, everything you need to create. So it's just a blueprint that you follow. And I think 
having something like that is a good marketing thing that you can do every year. Yeah. So it's something that, okay, I know from the middle of next month to the middle of August, we'll be using that as our marketing tool. You know, so you've blocked out something for that quarter of the year. You know that you're going to get sponsors. We have loads of people that want to sponsor now, so we don't even have to pay for prizes or anything like that. So the competition really, I mean, it's a lot of work, but it doesn't really cost us anything uh, yeah. so much as it did in the beginning. Even the advertising, we do some initial Facebook ads, but people share it, you know, the papers put it up saying that it's coming, um, that people are excited to enter. It's been in some of the biggest papers, like the Times, the Telegraph, they're huge papers here in Ireland. So, you know, it's not just kind of the local little papers that run it, yeah. all the big papers run the details of it too. So it's fantastic. I'm making notes as you're talking. I always get excited by this. This is why I always love talking to you about this. We definitely went into a whole half hour on the podcast. So while you were talking, a couple things happened. I'm just sitting here thinking and want to really draw a strong point to this incredible leap of faith that you took to do this competition. And I'm sure in the first years, and we talked about this on the podcast, the first couple of years weren't as successful as like, you know, these years, because you have to build it up, right? So you were consistent, but all of these media contacts that you now have, like they came to you from all these people, you know, doing the competition. Not only that, but all of these people in the competition, one, you have all their contact info now. And I'm sure a lot have become clients because you've created this awesome community environment. And second, your boot camp that you do that teaches people how to keep up with all of that consistent marketing, the Instagram and the blogging and the Facebook. It wasn't just like you did a contest and then go, okay, guys, thanks. See you later. Bye-bye. It's like now they had such a great experience with you that now when you post things, you have a captive audience. And it's just beautiful how a competition is just one part of this much bigger plan. So going back to the mindset we said at the beginning, I don't want people to think that they could just do a contest and they get clients or they do a contest and it just works. Like this is one part of a bigger trade, a bigger picture. Consistency. I say like people say, oh, you're so amazing. You do such great stuff. But a lot of it is just consistency because I've just stuck at things and I just keep doing them. I don't expect amazing results the first time and I just keep at it and keep at it it's the same with the blogging yeah. you know I kept at that kept at that the competition there was years the second year like I really thought oh, I don't know whether I want to do this again and, <laughs> could you and, imagine if you quit then could you imagine I mean yeah. and and you're selling franchises now yeah I'm pretty sure if you did not have the social proof and the brand recognition out there that people wouldn't be as excited to buy into your brand and buy a piece of Pet Sitters Ireland because the brand wouldn't be worth that much. Yeah, I think that's probably one of the biggest things people buy into is that we're all over the Internet. We work with a lot of brands like I had a really expensive clothing brand approach me to work with them to find dog models for this thing now they're going to be a sponsor for some of our events so people come into you like that it's because they find you on the internet they see you have a social following so there's loads and loads of other opportunities that have opened up to me speaking at events is another one like I spoke at a massive event in London um, purely because I'd met the person on social media they'd seen that I do do what I talk about and you know they want you to come and talk about it yourself yeah and so you guys, you got to understand that 
the way this all happens is because she was consistent and built a community. So I want to stay. It's so hard just to stay just on competition because (laughs) you are so fruitful. Like you, you just have so many awesome things to share. I really encourage everyone to go check out Kate. We talked about this a little bit earlier, but can you go into more depth on why we shouldn't give away a prize? Yeah, I don't think you need to. I think prizes are great. But as I was talking about earlier, you just need to be a little bit careful that you don't turn into a page that's just a free giveaway page. It's the same thing I say to people about constantly sharing rescue stories on their business Facebook page. Yes, it's nice, but you don't want to become a rescue page. So you need to be very careful about where you position yourself. And some of these things don't need a prize. Mm -hmm. You know, you could find that you're giving away stuff constantly. You need to actually build up a following that wants to follow you because of what you can offer, what you can share, what you can do, as opposed to the free stuff that you can give away. Like for some of the competitions that I've done, I have tried out small prizes. But to be honest, it hasn't made that much difference to the reach. For the big competition, yes, we do have prizes. And the first year we bought those prizes. Now we don't. We have people that give prizes through the sponsorship. So I would go down that route if you're going to do a big annual competition. Just make sure you're careful about who you pick to give your prizes. You want to align yourself with bigger brands because you want to tap into their audience when they share the competition. Um, yes. So, And you want to be seen to be at that level as opposed to kind of aligning yourself with a smaller company mm-hmm. that maybe has a lower social media following and client base than you. So to aim a little bit higher is would be my advice. But yeah, stop giving away free stuff, basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I, anyone listening, have you guys ever done a competition? I'm, I'm wondering, or a contest. Have you guys ever done one? Tell us if you've done one, and tell us if you've done a prize or no prize. I'm curious to know who's listening right now if you guys have done one. Kate, I love this tip. We've said it before on the show. Tell us how we can get more people to like our page because of these competitions. One of the things you need to do when you're running any kind of competition, even the small ones, is to decide what your objective is at the beginning. So if you're just doing some of the kind of spot the difference and stuff, it's really probably just for engagement. But even still, you can still invite those people that have liked the competition to like your page. All you need to do is just click where all the likes are to open up another window and you can invite all those people. So it's important that you have some kind of thing that you get out of it as opposed to just engagement. Um, The other thing then is you could offer some kind of freebie downloads. Perhaps it's a bit too much for a small kind of fun competition to be asking for email addresses. But if you were doing something, maybe a collaboration with another brand and you were doing a giveaway, then you could definitely ask people for their email addresses when they enter, or you could give them a freebie like a download. So say you were doing a competition with a local doggy bakery, you might create an ebook of baking tips that they could download after. So something related to the competition but something you can get their email address for. Definitely for the larger annual competitions, you most definitely want to be capturing email addresses for that so that you can retarget these people afterwards with marketing messages. If they're on your website, you should be setting up your Facebook tracking pixels and doing some Facebook ads to them. You really want to get as much out of that as possible. It does feel great to get all these people entering and it's so nice. Everybody loves you, but you still need to make money out of it and you need to turn those people into customers. So just be careful when you're running competitions that you're not just going, isn't this lovely? 5,000 people entered and everyone likes me, that you're actually thinking of the end goal, which is business because we're all here to make money. 
Right, right. I'm just so excited that you've been on here. Jessica says that they've done a couple of these ideas and she can't wait to do more. We've done a few competitions and plan to do a bunch this month. Jessica, I'm wondering what ones are you going to plan on doing? What ideas have you guys gotten from today's shows? What takeaways were the most important to you? Kate, I just think it's amazing what you do because you are sitting there coaching people on how to do the Facebook, how to do the Instagram, how to do the blogging. I'm over in the mastermind encouraging people to set the goals and do it (laughs) and hold them accountable. And then Erica, my Jump Into Marketing show co-host, is putting out these incredibly beautifully looking websites where you post those blogs and it actually works because your website works, right? I mean, I just love the synergy between the three of us. And there's not, you know, there's a lot of glitters that isn't gold in the world. And I'm just so proud to be surrounded by real gold people like yourself. (laughs) And you know you have a gold top on. (laughs) Right? I said, before we started, I said, we look like ketchup and mustard. (laughs) We do. (laughs) There was no memo on that. (laughs) So, Kate, what are you working on? What are you working on as we close the show? What's the biggest project you're working on? I have the competition coming up next month. So I'm talking to sponsors at the moment. That starts the middle of next month. So a bit of work just getting the competition page and the marketing all set up for that, getting the prizes organized. So that's what I'm working on in the business. As blogging, as always, Instagram is my huge passion at the moment um doing great things on instagram instagram stories it's fantastic bringing in a lot of business which is good so definitely people should be checking that out on the other side of things running the boot camp for the pet business owners site so i'm really really enjoying that we've done a couple of blogging ones a facebook one and i have an instagram one starting next week the facebook one's great because I'm running that with Amanda. So you know Amanda. I love Amanda um, Webb. She, yeah, so yes. she is doing the, I'm doing the, all the organic competition stuff. So uh-huh. all the engagement, all that type of stuff. And she's running two weeks on Facebook ads, which is phenomenal. So I might want to take that one. <laughs> yeah. Because we're not really, retargeting, really she doesn't targeting. So yeah. it's really good to have her on there to do that. And just to go through the nitty gritty of setting up your audiences and all the retargeting and stuff. So that's been a great course. So people really enjoyed that. So yeah, lots going on. What's the best way for people to reach out to you? I I mean, I gave them your Facebook pages and stuff. Like, how do you want people to reach out to you? If you want to email me, you can email me at kate at petbusinessowners.com or you can go to the website petbusinessowners.com. Check out the boot camps on there, the membership. There's a contact form there as well. Perfect. Perfect. We have Roberta, who is a first time watcher. I'm so excited that you're here, Roberta. She said she loves this video. She also does handmade jewelry and these marketing ideas can be built on both brands. You're 100% right. Everything on the Jump Into Marketing show is a universal thing. We might use examples from the pet industry, but this is all knowledge that you can put across all industries. Admittedly, we have a little bit of an easier time because they are pets. (laughs) They are cute. Jennifer says, I have a friend who is a groomer. She has run, like, comment, share contests and gives away movie tickets and cash. It has spurred me to run contests, but movie tickets and cash feel out of place. Today's training is timely and spot on, showing me all kinds of ways to run competitions and that I don't have to give prizes away all the time. According to Facebook's terms and conditions, you shouldn't be asking people to like and share your posts anyway. So potentially you could get your page shut down. 
I know people yeah. do it all the time and big brands do it. It's really annoying, but I would advise you not to. Certainly don't give away cash and cinema tickets. Like, unless there was a pet movie on that was very, very related to what you were doing, then maybe the cinema tickets or you're going to do a group event that everybody could attend the cinema or something. But, you know, you want people to try your services if you are giving anything away. It's much cheaper to give them a product or a service voucher than to do something like that, promoting other people's businesses. I love what you said. I actually did one for Dog Hotel, I think it was. And I contacted the cinema or movie theater, we call them here, and asked if we could do a special showing. We couldn't exactly have the dogs come in, but what I did was I invited the whole entire pet community to come and watch the show, and they gave us a private screening of it. So I know that there's a dog movie coming out. I don't know what it's called, but I saw it on a billboard, and I know that's coming out if you're in the United States. That might be something to check out. But, Kate, we could sit here for, like, two hours and just jive on everything marketing that's why I love you. Debbie says, this is great chat this morning. Thank you, ladies. You're so welcome. Thanks for showing up. And if you have anyone that you think would really benefit from this, go ahead and let them know about the show. Notice how I said it that way. So uh, Destiny says, great info. Thank you. I love her. I met her in uh, Pasadena at a show. Roberta says, so do you say something like tag someone who might want to join this competition? No, I would say tell your friends. Or do you know anyone else that's dog is as cute as yours? Don't say words like tag and share and stuff like that. The fact that you could get your page shut down, but also Facebook knows these words and you will get reduced reach on them. Just go for a competition for your people. You know, don't worry about using kind of smart tactics like that. People don't really like them anyway. Yeah, yeah. And kind of like how I kind of just said, I think your comment was coming in as I said it. I was like, if you know any like-minded people who would like this, you know. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and people me. will share it with their friends anyway. You know, people yeah. tag different people all the time. You know, yeah. if I see something I like, I'll tag friends in it. So you don't really need to say it. And like I say, it's against the terms and conditions. Yeah, cool. Kate? Again, thank you so much. Everyone else, thank you so much on Facebook. Don't forget to check out Kate, myself, or Erica. Yes, Destiny. And that's why you should totally check out Kate because she'll break it all down for you and tell you best practices and what to stay away from so that you don't have to go and read. Have you ever read Facebook's terms and conditions? I have not. I have. I've had to scan over them. (laughs) Yeah. Scan, maybe. Read, no. I know a few people who have actually done it, and those are the people I listen to. <laughs> Anyways, okay, I, we got to go, right? We got to go. I don't want to go, but we got to go. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you, Kate, yeah. and uh, take care. Thanks for jumping with Bella in your business. For more information, free articles, free coaching sessions, and more, go to jumpconsulting.net. And remember, Bella's got your shoot.